today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by brilliant legal mind, <laughs> Harvard alum, host of the Last Days Podcast, Derek Kaufman. Nice new threads. I, I love the shirt. I know. I got a, I got, I'm the number one fan of Last Days Podcast, so I had to get myself uh, my own merch. Every time we post a new episode, Charlie makes sure to get into my DMs and say and, and send a teary face. Yeah. Often saying too soon, regardless <laughs> of whether the death has happened 20 or 40 years earlier. Listen, no, Last Days Podcast, you cover like the last days before somebody dies, a celebrity. What celebrity are you hoping to die soon? <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who do we? Who do I dream about yeah. at night? I was really hoping for something like uh, atomic bomb related with Oppenheimer. Oh I was like, maybe there's some fallout that I could I could get in on this game, but uh, nothing yet. Okay, all right. We, we might we... have a Barbie special episode though coming up, so stay tuned for that. Oh, emergency episode. We Barbie. talked about it last night. Yes, the lady who died, who was Barbie Ruth, someone. That's right, Ruth Handler. You got to cover her, man. And, you know, Rhea Perlman was the ghost of Ruth Handler in the movie so why not it's topical topical it's topical okay on to the tmz podcast uh today we're talking about the riverboat brawl uh many charges were made against some of the people involved uh we're going to talk about rachel levis previously known as raquel levis rachel's starting to catch on right as the name people call her rachel's catching on she is in arizona at a spa. But to begin with, we're going to talk about Tory Lanes. He was sentenced to a decade behind bars. This is stunning, stunning news, right? This saga dates back to the COVID days. This was uh, the shooting of Meg the Stallion's foot. We've all seen the video where she's limping around with blood on her feet. This was way back, I believe, in July 2020. He mm -hmm. was convicted of three charges in that case. Uh, negligent discharge of a firearm, uh, carrying an unload, uh, a loaded, unregistered firearm, and assault uh, with a semi-automatic weapon. That's a big charge. So he was facing really stiff punishment and got it. I think a 10-year uh, prison sentence is hefty. And he yeah. was in court pleading with the judge for a second chance. Now, Tory has been outspoken, not really apologetic throughout most of this, really defiant, I would say. Right. But it was a different picture in court. Once you've been convicted and you are just at the mercy of the judge sentencing you, that's when you start to say, like, I've learned my lesson. I have a young son. I yes. need to be a better role model. Give me a chance because his career hangs in the balance. Also, he's Canadian, remember, so mm. deportation is looming. Uh, if you're convicted of a serious felony like this and you have it on your record, you're here as a privilege. You're not here as a right, and you can be deported for, for reasons like that if you if you commit a crime of moral turpitude, and shooting someone in the foot is, is not great. Yeah, that's moral turpitude, all right. Yeah, it was um, fascinating. Did you follow the sentencing hearing? I didn't follow the sentencing hearing so much as, because this case has been like, yeah, there's been stories popping up now and again for the last few years. Um, I've got to say, when I saw that he had gotten 10 years, I was shocked. Because Shocked at how heavy it was. At right? how heavy it was. So because, was his lawyer. Yeah, I mean, I, I let's listen to the lawyer now, Jose Baez, um, after Tory sentencing. I think the sentence handed down was incredibly harsh. I have seen cases of vehicular homicide and other cases where there's death and the person still gets less than 10 years. In this case, uh, to, to get the 10-year sentence is extreme. And really just another example of someone being punished for their celebrity status and someone being uh, utilized as a uh, to send an example. 
This is fascinating to me because when you think of the term celebrity justice, what do you think about? You think about OJ, right? You think okay. about someone getting treated more favorably by the justice mm. system because of the celebrity they bring into court. OJ's a hugely famous person and he is exonerated in his criminal case. You know, it sometimes cuts the other way. And and I think the way uh, Tory conducted himself was to his detriment by not being apologetic, by not sort of falling on the sword. It really hurt himself because Megan the Stallion is a massive celebrity in her own right. And he wasn't contrite. Uh, he is now sort of apologetic. But I think it really hurt him the way Absolutely. he's behaved. Yeah. I mean, I think that was honestly the telling factor in his sentencing. Like even... If you go to his Twitter profile right now, he's got some tweet pinned to the top of his profile, basically taking zero accountability, yeah. saying you're never going to get me. You know what I mean? And 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 so when you sh uh, that little contrition, um, I think the judge and everybody responsible wants to send you and others like you a message to to basically say you can't get away with this, and if you sort of like fire off a shot. And it hits someone, you know, there are going to be ramifications. Yeah, look, sentencing is complicated. I, you know, you do want the judge has a lot of leeway and a lot of discretion, and he may have wanted to send a message that uh, we're not going to tolerate this. I do agree with Jose Baez that this is a pretty stiff sentence for what transpired. You know, she was shot in the foot. It's horrific, you know, and gun violence in this country is horrific. So this case was so high profile that you see a, a sentence of 10 years, typically for injuries that she's now recovered from. You might not see a sentence this stiff. And yeah. who knows how much he'll actually serve of this. But I do think it's a strong message that, you know, we don't fire weapons in this country lightly. We've got an epidemic of gun violence. And this is a strong way to tell the public that it will not be tolerated and you'll be punished to the full extent of the law. I still feel like people who do get killed in different sort of criminal instances, um, often they don't receive as stiff a penalty as I'm expecting. You're like, Damn, you killed that guy. You got like 12 years yes. or, or, or less. And here... Manslaughter, sometimes two years, 18 and, months. And like, you know, the gray... The, the, I was going to say grays, but, it, you know, it is a, a, a injury on Megan's foot. Um, but like, it is an injury she's recovered from and she can walk fine and, you know... Yes, but I'll tell you what was really harmful to Tori. Because in court, a statement was read on Megan's behalf where she said, I couldn't even stand to bear being in the same room with him. I've been so traumatized by this incident. He has been taking no accountability. Uh, we really need to send a message. This It sounded like she said... She was saying that uh, there were openings for you to make this less worse on yourself, yes. and you didn't do that. And so now you're here being sentenced for a crime uh, that you did commit. You've denied that you even shot me in the foot. This is ridiculous. I've got bullet fragments in my foot. And she really, uh, I, I think that I think that was powerful for yes. the judge. And I think you would have seen a very different outcome uh, if he had just sort of apologized and fallen on the, on I, the sword. That's my takeaway here. Like, apart from like, obviously, don't shoot people. Yeah, it's just take accountability, and 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 you 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 make it worse. You'll make it worse if you don't. Um, so fascinating. Look, we'll see. Jose Baez is defiant. He's a very talented lawyer. You know, he's the guy who got Casey Anthony off, and those mm. facts were very very rough. Uh, and he was able to uh, get her off. Now, uh, so he'll appeal this, and we'll, it'll remain to be seen. If he can reverse the conviction, the sentence will fall apart as well, and he'd have to be resentenced. But it's a tall hill to climb to reverse a conviction. He's and, going away for a long time, man. Yeah, I didn't expect it's, it's it. Rough. It's rough. It's rough for him. Are you ready to shop? Ragaton's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, 
May 6th to May 13th, the cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Three white guys have been charged in the Alabama riverboat brawl. Uh, that crazy viral video that came out this weekend, um, we're starting to find out who these people are, what they do for a living. We're getting mug shots. Um, and three of them um, are behind bars. Well, at least three of them are charged. Richard Roberts is um, an older guy. He was 48 years old. He is 48 years old. He is behind bars. Um the other two people charged are Alan Todd, 23 years old, Zachary Shipman, 25 years old. They've both been charged but haven't sort of surrendered yet. Right. And these are third-degree assault charges for those two men, which are misdemeanors, I believe. Um, uh, but there is going to be some accountability. There's still investigation as to whether this is a hate crime. We've heard about, like, sort of the racial element of this because of the optics of the black against white melee that went on. You know, I've watched this video now several times. It's obviously become iconic in some sense. There's very funny moments where the guy throws his hat in the air, the guy moment. swimming. But it is <laughs> the, the cut after the the humorous moments, if they're sort of humorous before the actual fighting, it gets pretty horrifically violent after that. Don't, don't you agree? Like I, I now watch that as like, ow, that is a, that is a really violent, horrific melee. When the chair is smashed over the woman who is sort of like defenseless on the ground, you do, I, I start to see it in a different way. It's like people do need to be maybe held accountable for yeah. the aftermath of the this. The chair stuff is gnarly. Like, it's I gnarly. Mean, the, the gnarly stuff is... And they're still fuck. looking for him. They want to speak yes. with that individual. Yeah. His name is Reggie Gray. He hasn't been charged yet. I mean, presumably he will be, but, you know, they're, they're getting to him. Yeah, I mean, I think because of the somewhat comedic elements... The swimming, the hat toss, j just the fact that this guy is using a, a, a metal folding chair like they do in WWE. Yes. Because of those facts, you kind of overlook it, the you violence. <laughs> the violence. <laughs> you know, I don't know what happened to that woman, but maybe concussion. I mean, this is a heavy, uh, you know, folding chair that's being smashed over her head. I, I think it's important that these guys be held accountable, that they investigate fully whether there are racial elements. It sounds like, you know... They were just blocking this riverboat from parking for quite some time, maybe belligerently. Minutes. Yeah, 45, 45 minutes, minutes is a long time. It sounds like the guard didn't really overreach in trying to move the boat so that this riverboat full of people could dock. That's his job almost, isn't it? That's his job. So it, it, it does look bad. And maybe they're, you know, they're going to sort of investigate, see what was said to determine whether sort of where it ended was a hate crime. Hate crimes are difficult because we usually don't pu punish people for what's in their mind. We usually punish people for what they actually do. So hate crimes are, are are controversial, but if it's obvious that there was an element of racial bias here in in the way they acted, they should be punished. I also think maybe the guy bashing the chair should be punished. Oh, big time! And if he's not, I worry what's going to happen to Montgomery. There's already sort of a simmering pot of racial tension. If you don't punish evenly in this instance, oh, they have to. I think I think things could get out of control. I, I'm actually surprised that these three white guys are charged, and the charges against say. Reggie Gray, who was the guy wielding the metal chair, 
I'm surprised he hasn't been charged yet. I would have thought all the charges come out at the same time against both parties, whoever was guilty of, you know. Yeah, sure. I would think they need to do this in, in the most careful, even-handed way possible to quell any sort of this is biased in one way or another. It remains to be seen, but right now only those three white men who have, have, have been charged. So we'll have to see what happens to Reggie, as you said. Um but this is still this is still developing. It's 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 wild how how much of a life it's taken because there's a lot of this stuff. World Star is built on these kind I of know. melees, but this one has captured as soon as you the saw it though, the, as, the world. As soon as you watched it though, you were like, "This is going to be a big story." This is it. You know, you saw the hat toss, and I was like, "This is going to be one." If you yeah. could only have one item and put it in sort of like a shadow box, like a glass case at your house to talk to people about, would it be the metal chair or the hat the guy threw in the air? It is the hat ten times out of really? ten. I think the hat will remain as most iconic because it's it's <laughs> not it's not as um sort of fraught. Like the chair ended up bashing someone, and it's sort of an icky thing to yeah. have. I think I think even having a tattoo is sort of ah that was the more violent part because of the melee. Because pe people are getting tattoos of that chair. Um, uh, to remember the time. I think every fight, boxing match, otherwise people should now wear a hat and toss it to begin because it has become this sort of rallying cry. Yeah, it's it's no longer for yeah. graduations where you toss the hat in the air. <laughs> I agree. I it's agree. for brawls. If it's you're starting a brawl, that's the signal. You know, you're sending it up. Everybody who sees it has to come running and join the brawl. I just love how it communicated. Everyone come into this. I need <laughs> help. It was sort of this clarion call. I loved it. Oh, uh, so good. Okay. On to our final story. Yes. The Ra most important one, right? The, the, <laughs> we reserve this for the most important story of the day. Uh, Rachel Levis, uh, the Vanderpump Rules villain, I guess. Uh, the one who cheated with Tom Sandoval on Ariana Mannix. Um, she has not signed on to the new season of Vanderpump Rules, which is just... It's stunning. My, it's stunning because this is the biggest reality show in the world right now. It, it had such a burning bright moment that I've never seen other reality shows have. And now the main person, the only person you need to return uh, is not returning. And in fact, she's in, in Arizona. Yes. She is in Tucson. She's spending a hundred and something bucks at a massage spa. Yeah, she was spotted at Massage Envy in Tucson. She's at the front desk. She's got her hair pulled back. Um, you know, she's ordering a $117 service, <laughs> asking to charge the card. I mean, we're looking at every uh, detail of this person who, before this whole incident, was a reality star of some note, but now she's one of the most important people that we, like, track every movement of. What do you what do you make of this? I think she's missing her moment. Maybe this is a salary dispute about uh, you know what she deserves for Vanderpump season eleven, which she would be an essential component. But do you think it lends uh, some credence to the idea that she really was traumatized by it all of this must. that she's not signing on? Because at first I was like, oh, she's full of it. She'll she'll do the show. I mean, she's cashing in. You have to cash in while the iron's hot, and yes. she's not going to be hot for long. Uh, I mean, I mean, hot as, as a celebrity, not like a Looks physical wise. person. But everyone's know. hot to you for a long time. <laughs> exactly, all of them yeah. are way, way ahead of my yeah, league. Yeah, I mean, uh, she joined. She worked her way onto Vanderpump Rules. She was not a cast member for a long time, and she desperately wanted to be. She yes. was a fangirl of Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. She weaselled her way onto the show, and then became the biggest component of the show. And now she's refusing to come back. So. Yes, I think that lends credence to the idea that this has this shook her. This shook her so badly that, you know, all bets are off now. She's just living her life day to day, trying not to be weighed down by it all. I agree com completely, actually. What, what I see in Raquel is someone who wanted to be friends with these people who are on television so badly. As you said, she 
openly, I think this is not yeah. like something we're accusing her of, tried to get on the show, tried to insinuate herself in their lives and did it and became their friends and must have felt at the top of the world when her best friend is Ariana, who she previously knew from the show and wanted to be involved She's with. She's sleeping with Ariana's man. I, that must oh be amazing. God. It's dizzying, right? I, holy, holy cow, Tom Sandoval's on top of me. I'm <laughs> on top of Tom, whatever <laughs> yeah. they're doing. <laughs> yeah. it, it must have been so uh, euphoric in a way. And now for it to all crumble so dramatically, those people hate her. You know, Ariana hates her. Tom is like sort of complicated and loved her, but is, it obviously wrecked his life in some ways too i think she's sincerely traumatized by it I, I really do i see i see someone who's like this isn't about money I, I don't necessarily you know if you offered her 10 million bucks i'm sure she'd take it but i don't think it's only about money i think she was actually like really shaken by yeah. this having said that i'm not sure that say this video and pictures we got from the tucson uh massage envy I, i'm not sure that she, Raquel didn't sort of set this up. She's very put together. She the whole thing like just flows the clip. It doesn't seem like a secret sort of like I don't want her to catch me with the my phone out sort of. Thing. It feels I, I don't know if it is or isn't. But I also you're think, the king skeptic. Though. I'm you king always skeptic. think things are set up because Proudly. look, you're in the field a lot, so you know this world very well, and a lot of things can be set up. I, I, I just don't. I'm not sure that she isn't playing her own game. I'm not sure to what ends what she's trying to do. But um, the cast members of Vanderpump Rules, if you think they hate her now, if she doesn't sign on, they're going to hate her a whole lot more because that's the end of their star too. I think that's right. If she tanks their show by not participating in it, <laughs> uh, I think they will only get, there will be more bile hurled in her direction that like you undid this. You you not only came in and threw a firebomb, but now you've walked away from the wreckage. You right. can't do that. You got to at least come and salvage it and face, face the consequences of your action. I think you're right. I think it'll curdle even further, but you seem to think she's playing some four-dimensional chess where she's Maybe. got this sort of like strategy. But no. listen, like if you were her and you were like king villain or queen villain, I guess, of a show. I mean, I guess you kind of are on TMZ. <laughs> I don't know. Am I a villain? I guess on TMZ, our TV Just show. You're, unlikable you're the, doofus. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're the unlikable one. That yeah. we all tease. Yeah, you gotta um, shoulder it and come come back from vacation and just weather the storm of losing bets to, to you guys <laughs> yeah. about Barbie. Do you think that Raquel would want to come back and, and suffer or have to withstand the scorn from her fellow cast members? Or maybe she's got, you know, a voice in her ear, a publicist or someone saying, you don't need to go back. You know, your star is going to be fine. Every, the, the more days that pass and you don't sign on, the more people want to hear from you. So why don't you, we'll do the Raquel Levis show. Yes. And it'll all be about you in Tucson doing, I don't know. She has, she holds all the cards. No one else on Vanderpump Rules show holds any cards. Um, that may be what she's being told by advisors, that we could blow this up. We don't need to give your power over to this show and diffuse it over all these, all these nothings. So they're these, nothing without you. Let's go do our own thing. They're the two possibilities. Advice. They're the two possibilities. Either she, either she is, is very still kind of sick and affected by everything that happened and so doesn't want any part of it or she's kind of calculating her next move yes it's one I of think the other she may be being pushed in that direction but i think that's a misstep because i think raquel or rachel levis makes sense in the context of vanderpump rules i'm not sure she's a towering talent who's ready to take on the world like oprah and she may be being fed that we'll, we'll get you your own uh you know venture yeah i mean i don't know about that she could easily be the bachelorette i could see her be the that bachelorette guys throwing yeah i mean and that makes her star even brighter why join vanderpump rules anymore bingo bango bongo and that's our episode thanks for joining us derek we'll see you guys here tomorrow see you next time. 